0: Welcome to C3 Church, Tagra. You're about to hear a message from Luke Boyd. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Um, servanthood, we've been on this um, topic for a while now, and it's been so incredible. Um, Our pastors have done an incredible job at um, bringing forth what servanthood is, what it looks like, what it's about. And when I saw I was on the roster to have a go at servanthood, usually I'm at the start of the roster of the things, so I've got all this playing field to to preach on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do whatever. No one's had a go yet, I can have a go at it. But it's been so well covered and so brilliantly preached. I was like, what's left? And then I guess where I found myself um, at when I was putting this message together, something that really struck me, um, and we'll move from this point, but I just want to, this was an interesting thought that started to um, go around in my head. when I heard Garth preach, Um, this attitude that we get to serving, it's this, um, we, we we have to serve. It's like this mentality that, and it's wrong that we, we that we think like this. But we get sometimes this this feeling of oh, we have to serve. And Garth presented the um, attitude isn't probably meant to be that way. It's more of an attitude of we get to serve in the in the house of God. And um, then I started to think on this and and go over this and. You know how sometimes you see and I think you see this in a lot of churches but I love our church in the way that it's it's not quite like every other church that I go to. Um we have a it's 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 sort of like you've got imagine like the triangle of normal church and then we sort of we're on top like it's like we we switch like we have heaps of servants. Um we've got a lot of youth and and it's just there's it's got these little intricacies that are different to a lot of churches but anyway I'm getting off topic but so we get to serve we get to serve and then I thought about those people that do serve and they serve like Lisa and and the gang the worship team and, and the the door people and and everyone that does something in our church and I started to think because I've, I've done, a, as I said, I've done a lot of serving and there's been a lot of times that I've had to battle with this mindset of, I have to do this, like it's a grind. Um, and it takes it takes you pulling yourself out of that and and looking at God and how awesome he is and, 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 and then starting to look at the church and how much I love this church and it, and it can shift. But then I started to think, one of the things that could um, maybe push me into this, this mindset of I have to serve is maybe like, yeah, okay, so have you ever thought that your neglect to serve in the house makes the people that get to serve feel like they have to serve? Because there's only a small few doing the job and so there's all these other people that aren't, but if they did, maybe these people that get to serve don't feel like they have to anymore. It's more of a privilege and they get to because it's shared and it's, and it's more separate and it's, it's really good because you, you get these people that get to serve, they start off, they're like, yeah, 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 this is awesome. And then all of a sudden they feel like they have to serve because they don't get a break. They don't, they, they don't have anyone to share the load. They don't have a duck to take over so you know there's these flying Vs that you see <laughs> in the sky and there's ducks and they travel really 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 long distances like they go for miles and miles and miles and when they do it on their own they can go x amount of distance but when they do it in the flying V they can go like three times further than they could on their own and the deal is is that the person at the front, they all take turns at the front. And the one at the front is copping the full brunt and is breaking all the wind. And it <laughs> Have you ever thought what a duck sounds like? It would sound like they're talking, wouldn't it? I just thought of that then. But let's keep moving forward. So um, they all take turns at the front. And as he's cutting through the wind, and you watch, the, it's, it's really quite amazing the one at the front as he flaps up there's an updraft and the duck behind will go on a downstroke on that because he's got more wind pushing up and it's he doesn't have to push down so hard so he flaps up and it's easy and they do this line and they and it just works out brilliantly um they all work together they all don't have to work as hard and they achieve more um and there was this one time that uh, <laughs> Oh I love basketball, everyone knows that by now. Um and I've got so many imageries that I just get as I think about basketball of the years that I it's a team sport. Whenever I think about team servanthood or you know, unity, it goes back to team sports. There's so many cool things that happen. Isn't that right? I bet you you got a million stories that you could pull out from from your rugby days. Come on Tim. Um there was this time when we had a training camp, and this thing just always stuck with me, this, this image of us all. It was an awkward image, very awkward. But it, there was something profound that I saw in it. Have Okay, so there was the team of us, there was about 10 of us, and we were able to all sit on each other's knees in a circle and sit. Do you, are you getting it? So, like, so... I go down like that, I, it's really hard to do, but imagine me sitting down and then someone sits on, on my knees and then we work a circle till I'm sitting on someone else's knees behind me. And it, it was it was really, really hard to do. <laughs> it was really hard to do. You should try it sometime. If you're ever in a group of like 10 people, try sitting on everyone's knees. It's fun. It's really fun. Um, but when we got it, there was this crazy... Um, what is it like? This moment of yeah, it's like simultaneously we're 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 meeting the person's need and our needs being met, and it's this this connect, we're all connected and we're all playing our part, and it's just it's just beautiful, so beautiful. This circle of sitting people. Um, it's. It's a beautiful, it's the harmonious balance between the acts of giving and receiving in service. Come on. <laughs> Wait, I've got to say it again. It's the harmonious balance between the acts of giving and receiving in service. Um, so you think about the darks and you think about the circle of sitting. And you, you think about what I said at the start of where sometimes um, the people that get to serve feel like they have to serve because they're all on their own. Um, church achieves its optimum performance when we all come together and serve together. That's when our church is most effective. When everyone, see, everyone is a part of the body and, and when we all come together together, things happen a lot easier yeah like the ducks they can fly heaps further um but they also become more effective it's 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 so much more effective and the, the the it's so amazing what takes place when everyone starts to serve together our our you know the possibilities almost are endless it's more fun you find more fulfillment you find your destiny is being fulfilled all this crazy stuff happens it's this. I'm, I'm lately. I've just been just hanging out with God, and I'm thinking about. It. I remember last week or the week before I gave a giving message, and it was talking about how God made things work for a reason, and and he the, he set up these things. Anyway, I'm getting off. Topic. But God, he he does things for a reason, and he makes church a community for a reason, and he makes. A community work at its best when we all work together for a reason he's amazing um, Romans 12 4 to 5 says for just as each of us has one body with many members and these members do not all have the same function so in Christ we though many form one body and each member belongs to all the others It's an interesting thought, isn't it? We belong to each other. We belong. You see, everyone here is a needed and valuable part of the body. A needed and valuable part of the body. Um, With servanthood, the deal is, is that no one is exempt from it. You read the scriptures, and I'm sure we've been getting, I mean, we have, I've been sitting here and witnessing it, so many great scriptures on serving God and, and one another. And I think there was this, like, this reoccurring theme that I was picking up. It s- says, like, we are all called to serve, no one is exempt. Um, but for us to, you know, for us to serve and to all have a go at it, there's this key ingredient that we need. Because um, we've been talking about it, it's really good, and we're getting psyched to do it. Um, there's this special ingredient that if you don't serve without, you will struggle hard. And that special little ingredient is love. (laughs) You try and serve without love. Imagine Lisa, if Lisa didn't serve without love. Wow. (laughs) You wouldn't last Lisa. If Lisa didn't tap into... The love of God. She, there's no way she would have lasted. When you tap into love, everything becomes better. When you when you serve through love, there's so much more purpose, so much more meaning in your service. It it goes beyond from just doing a a task and a chore, and it goes into this. Um, you're entering into the, the family, the body of Christ worldwide, achieving a mission that is by God for us to do. And you, become, you enter into something so much bigger than what it looks like if you just look like you're doing it without love. You know what I'm saying? So we've got to choose to love. It's not something that we... Um, it's not something that we. It just happens. Oh yeah, if I serve, I'll just start loving everyone. No, you, you got to make a and it, you got to make a conscious effort to love. You got to make a conscious effort to love because there's something about when a whole bunch of people come together. You, so, sometimes you're like, well, I don't really like how that person does that, and I don't really like how that person spoke to me. The more people you hang around the more chance you're going to get to be offended. But the deal is when you choose to love, offense isn't that bad, and you can let it go and you can move forward and achieve great things. 1 Peter, if you want to turn with me, come to 1 Peter 4. We'll go to verse 8. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So we have been on the topic, and some of us might be getting keen to serve, and now we know that we've got to do it with love. But some of us might have questions of, I want to serve, but what should I do? Or where should I serve? Or how should I serve? And I think this scripture gives us a really um, good example Let's try serving with something that we're good at. You know, it says, it says each of you should use whatever gift you have and, and use it to serve others. So you might be amazing at cooking cake. Cook cake. It could go to the... Bree would love for you to bake a cake. Um, you know, you might be a guitarist. And you're sitting there and no one knows that you might be a guitarist. I'm sure the worship team would love another guitarist. Wait, everyone's pointing to someone. Who is it? Kate Duffy. Help out your brothers on the guitars and sisters. <laughs> no. Um, there are so many. It, that scripture also says that there are various ways in which God gifts us to serve. I am absolutely sure, because it's God's, the way he works and and how he does things, I'm absolutely positive that there's someone here that is gifted at something that isn't doing it, that if they did do it, would benefit our church tremendously. I know it. I know it to be true. I know it. So, we know that we've got to serve, and when we do, we've got to do it with love. And when we do, we've, we, it's a good place to start when we do something that we're good at. But there's something else there that, that is dropped into the Scripture that's so important. And that is that you must, let me just read it out. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. See, a lot of people, when they hear the word serve, they go, Oh, man, that's going to smack of effort. This is gonna this is gonna be this is gonna just reek of effort and hardship and, and it's just it's just gonna suck. But the deal is when we serve and we lean into God's strength, see God, God you gotta understand God's so big and so powerful and has a great plan. This isn't something that it's like, oh maybe if I serve. No, God is ready, ready to back and empower and give strength to anyone who serves. Him and His people. So, when we decide to serve, let's not try and do it in our own strength, but let's it's a spiritual thing. Serving God and serving others is spiritual. It is. And when you do it, be spiritual about it. Pray. Hang out with God. Get get something moving in here. That's what's going to give you the love to love. It's what's going to fan into flame the gifts that you have, that you're good at. And it's going to give you the strength to serve and do it well. Love it. God's got it covered. He, he knows what's going on. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to read, I just want to read those two things out here. I think it's so important. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. And I'll skip it across. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. Awesome. Now, I've got to say, it's, uh, it gives me goosebumps when I think about the example the Bible gives us about the perfect servant, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Oh, I get emotional thinking about it. The King of kings and the Lord of lords came and served humanity in a profound, profound way. Like, anyway, let's just read this scripture. Come with me to Philippians, and we're going to go to 2. We'll start at 1, and we're going to go all the way through to 11. It's a nice, meaty chunk of scripture. Here we go. In humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of, And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We have the perfect example of a servant. The amount of times we wouldn't be able to count. The amount of times Jesus took a broken man and made him feel like a king. I don't even know how many times. You know, Jesus, he humbled himself and served the prostitute, the tax collector. Um, We've got the leper, the Samaritan. He humbled himself and served all of those people and made them feel like kings and queens. If Jesus, the king of kings, is willing to, 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 to lower himself and serve humans, <laughs> if he is willing and able, I think that when we do all those things I was talking about by leaning into God's strength, loving and, and relying on God and serving, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Jesus has, has made the way he's got to follow his example and he just relentlessly loved and relentlessly served wow um i got one more scripture that I'd, i i would just like to read out and then we'll I'll pray and we can be done so if i could get maybe lisa to come back up and serve on the piano that'd be awesome ephesians 4:11 does its work so the church here we everything that we do if you've got an apostolic prophetic evangelistic pastoral or, or if you if you function in teaching those all those gifts what are they for they are actually to equip us all for works of service and so if we do these works of service this does something. When we engage as a church and serve, something happens. It's made very clear here. It says that um, so that the body of Christ may be built up. So as we continue for many of us and as some of us get a fresh start of serving, what starts to happen is God starts to build us up as a church, make us more formidable as a church. We achieve greater things as a church. And as we do that, then all of a sudden we begin to... Um, get into the game of attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ, something that should be a passion for us all. And it says, I love this bit at the end of this passage, it says, from him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love. And the last few words say, as each part does its work. Why don't we stand, church? We've had an absolutely incredible series on servanthood. Um, I hope it's inspired a lot of you that have been serving a long time. I hope it's also encouraged a lot of people here that maybe aren't serving in in any way, shape or form to maybe jump on board and, and get their hands dirty and have a crack at this servanthood. Let's pray, church. Father God, I thank you so much. For, for giving us the perfect example of a servant, Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thank you, Jesus, that you served us um, so passionately, so lovingly, so graciously that you, you went to the extreme and you laid your life down for us, in service to us. You laid yourself down. And not only did you lay your life down, but you, you hung On a cross for us, the most brutal form of of punishment uh, at that time. Lord, you're incredible. We thank you so much for that. And I thank you that in doing that, you've enabled us, all humanity, to, to enter into an incredible relationship with God. And I thank you that in doing that, God, you have a plan and a purpose for everyone that connects with you. And that is to be a part of of the church your body worldwide and father i I thank you again that you have plans and purposes for every single person god i thank you that everyone is a part of the body everyone has a part to play and everyone can do all these things that they are called to do simply by just spending time with you getting filled up with your love and, and letting your love change our hearts so that we can love others, letting your love fan into flame our gifts so that we can serve in things that come naturally to us. Lord God, you make the way for an incredible community to take shape and to to take form on this planet. Lord God, you've got it covered. You've got it covered. You've got the strength to give us all we need. You have the strength, God. We rely on you, Father. We rely on you and we depend on you, Father God, to have your way in this place. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c 3 telgraorgau We hope to see you at church soon.